Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive Sports. We are here with another unscripted episode in our player series. Joined with us again is Greg, and then, as always, Dom and David. This week, we're going to be talking about NCAA men's basketball, and we are going to be building our starting five with the player pool since 2000. So we're going to have two guards, two forwards, and a center. To start us off, we're going to go with Greg, and then Dom and David will follow him, and then I will finish it off. Greg, it's all yours. Uh, start off with uh, guards. Um, not somebody who I picked on my NBA all starting five, but uh, Steph Curry out of Davidson. Career, 25 points per game, uh, five rebounds, 80%, 87% free throw. Just he had three NCAA wins and one Sweet 16. He was just a beast in in college, and obviously became a beast in the NBA. But uh, who I picked for going for that. And then my second guard is D Wade out of Marquette. Average twenty points per game, seven rebounds. He only had fifty percent field goal um, or field goal percentage, but uh, four NCAA wins and one Final Four. Um, so as far as solid guards go, obviously pretty much everybody we're going to name off has gone on to be beasts in the NBA, but moving on to forwards, uh, Carmelo Anthony, one season, it was, was one of the one and done guys, but, uh, with that 22 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, uh, second team, all American six NCAA wins and one national title. My second forward is Tyler Hansborough out of North Carolina. Uh, I really like him. Uh, okay. All right. Average 20 points per game, nine, nine rebounds, three-time first-team All-American. He's the only player of the decade to make the All-American team in each of his four seasons. And then also, also the only one to make first team in all three straight years. So uh, if you remember him in, in uh, college, but he was just a beast, uh, did a few NBA runs, and now he's playing in – China, I think, something like that. Yeah, I think he's over playing with like the Sharks or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I kind of remem- remember him because uh, a friend of mine or an old friend of mine, I don't haven't really spoken to him in years, was a big UNC fan. So that's how I know of him. Yeah, kid, kid was a beast in in, uh, in college. Didn't didn't do a lot in the NBA, but uh, as far as college goes, and then my center got to be uh, AD out of Kentucky, also a one and done guy. 14 points a game, 10.4 rebounds a game, Kentucky record with 186 blocks, 2012 national champions. So, yeah, AD just was a beast. That's my uh, my five. There you go. Yeah, I think I had three of the guys that you had on your list. I have them on mine. So I did have D-Wade as well, and I, I he was super scrappy. So – the one thing that I found was that Marquette was actually a mid-major school when he was there and he led them to a final four. So I thought that was really cool. Um, Not only with, you know, he scored a ton of points and he was a really good rebounder in college as well too. But I thought that was super interesting. That's kind of why I put him on my list as well. And then I also had Carmelo Anthony and Anthony Davis. So I think they're, I think they're two I don't know if it's the only two or like it's a very short list of like one and done players who actually led their teams to a championship in their freshman year or helped lead their teams to a championship in a freshman year. So I don't know. And I forget 
if there was anyone else on that list, but I think it's a very short list and they're on it. So that was part of the reason I put them on mine too. So what do you think, David and Tom? Well, I mean, I, my, Oh, go ahead, David. I do agree with those uh, picks. Uh, however, wh- who are the other ones? Cause you only, I think you only mentioned three on your list, Nick, which happened to be coinciding with Greg's. Oh, I, well. I was just, I was just saying which ones I can coincided with him. I was going to wait till later to give mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, definitely I like all of those myself. So Yeah, I I was having a hard time deciding a point guard between Steph Curry and someone that I uh ended up going with. But I A D was was also a pretty pretty tough pick for me. I just I decided to go with somebody else, but not a not a hard or not an easy decision to make. But overall I think that'd be one hell of a team. Yeah. Yeah. Steph was actually like my first runner up at guard between, yeah. the, between the two that I picked. So I just kind of like, I went, I went really kind of scrappy with my list and I went very much like I went very impactful, I think. So even though Steph was super impactful at, um at Davidson, the guard that I put over top of them just will always be in my mind as like, as, the, as a dude. So, um, but we'll get there later. So David will move on to you. This is going to be a little bit interesting, I think, to a to at least a slight degree. A little interesting. <laughs> so I've got for my two guards, I've got D Brown out of Illinois, thirteen points per game, five assists per game, and three rebounds during from two thousand three to 06. He was the first and second team All American. During that time, he also had eight NCAA tournament wins with as well as a final four appearance. My second choice is Ben Gordon out of Connecticut. During his time there, he had 17 points per game with four assists, four rebounds, 42% three-point shooting, and 80 free th- 80% free throws. During that time, he also won 11 NCAA win- tournament wins, as well as a national championship. For my forwards, I chose Drew Gooden, who went to Kansas, well, there got 16 points per game, nine rebounds per game as well. On top of that was a first team All-American. While there had seven tournament wins and one final four appearance. For my other forward, I've got one done in Kevin Love when he went to UCLA, in which he got eight points per game, 11 rebounds, 56% on his field goal percentage, but was also in all, an All-American during his fresh, his one and done season. There, he won four NCAA wins and one Final Four appearance. And my center, to finish it off, I went with Joe Kim Noah out of Florida. Interesting. Interesting. While there, okay. he had 11 points per game, six rebounds, 61% on uh, free throws, and won a second-team All-American. While there, won 13 NCAA wins and two national titles. I see Joe Kim Noah was on my – runner-up list for uh, forwards and centers. The only reason I didn't put him on there was because, and maybe in my mind I'm thinking of it wrong, but him and Al Horford were there at the same time. So it's like they – um I feel like it kind of stunted each of their potentials if they were on, like, different teams. They could have done more maybe, but I just feel like they kind of share the spotlight too much. So their dominance – when you're kind of thinking about it in like the spectrum. I just left him up because I don't like Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is kind of a jerk. 
<laughs> but I mean, that's not and a bad. He list. also it's... was a solid player in the NBA too. Well, we're not talking about the NBA, David. We're talking about college. I know. <laughs> but you guys referenced the NBA with your picks as well. I was just, I was just picking on you. I'll lose your beard. Be all right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I mean, that definitely was like <laughs> an, a different list than what I thought I was going to get from you tonight. But I mean, that was, that was it's super a interesting. solid list. Let's just say that. No, I mean, there's I'm definitely gonna... a lot of. There's definitely a lot of solid players on there for sure. I mean, Kevin Love was on my runner-up list as well, too. I mean, I, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, yeah. What do you think, uh, Dom and Greg? I think that's a pretty good list. I, I didn't think about Kevin Love, but, you know, he, he was very, very good at UCLA. Um, I feel like maybe sometimes he's, his college career is a little underrated. So I, I think that's, that's a very good pick. Yeah, I had uh, Noah and, I love on my my runner up lists too. So, um, yeah, I definitely would have put those in the in the top. Yeah, I forgot about Drew Gooden too, and that was like <laughs> you said that, and I was yeah. like, oh wow, yeah, that'd have been a good one too. Because when I was like other other people that were on like my runner up list, I mean, like guard wise, like I had like Jalen Brunson and like Evan Turner, um, and like JJ Redick, but like I didn't even think about Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden, so that was interesting. All right, Dom, who do you got? Okay, so my list, kind of like David, is going to be a little bit different. I have some similar similarities with you guys, but starting a point guard, I have Jason Williams. Um, I was going back and okay. forth between him and Steph Curry. Ended up going with Jason Williams. Uh, mostly, you know, we all know his, his passing ability is unbelievable, but he averaged 19.2 points a game, six assists, 2001, 2002, he was an All-American. In 2002, he was also the player of the year, and he won a national championship. Um, shooting guard, I ended up going with J.J. Redick. 19.9 points a game, all-time scorer for Duke. 2005 and 2006, he was the NCAA player of the year. Small forward, I ended up going with Mello. You mentioned earlier, amazing career. I, I know he was only the one year, but it was one hell of a year. Power forward, I ended up going with KD. Um, he had 25.8 points a game, 11.1 rebounds. Um, and then center was Tyler Hansborough. I know he was more of a forward, but I ended up going with the small ball lineup. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tyler Hansborough is my center. Uh, I, I think arguably he's one of the best, probably the best college basketball player since 2000. Yeah, he was definitely like super consistent through the whole time he was there. And I think that's like really important. I mean, obviously it didn't, translate to probably what people thought it might in the NBA, but um yeah, but even in the NBA he was he wasn't even in the NBA he wasn't like a crazy all-star type player, but he was a very consistent player as well too. So maybe that's not a bad thing, but some people might not hey, put him in when he was place. in college when he was in college there was nobody better. Yeah. So what do you think, Greg? Um you know solid list. I didn't really pay attention to KD enough in when his college, so I, I don't have a very super opinion on him. Is kind of when I faded away from sports for a little bit. But no, it's solid list all around. Like I'm, I'm glad to see that Tyler ended up on somebody else's list as well. <laughs> yeah, he was just on the outside of mine. Like I really wanted to put him in there, but I just felt like between the forwards and in the centers and the center that I had, I just I couldn't really put him above him. So. What do you think about Dom's list, David? 
Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I got to give him credit there. All around, just I think pretty much every list that's given so far would have held up their own if they were put together. Yeah, for sure. It'd be interesting to put them all together and see if you can go back in time and <laughs> see who would uh, who would win the national championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I will finish it off with my list. So my I one of my guards, I did have Dwayne Wade, like I said earlier. Um, he did play two seasons at Marquette. I did say that they were a mid-major school, so that was one of the big reasons that I put him on there because he did lead him to a Final Four. So being able to do that, in that kind of uh, environment, I thought was super impressive. Um, throughout his two seasons there, he did average 20 points, four assists, seven rebounds on 50% shooting. And then in that second year where he led them to the final four, he was still at 50% shooting, 22 points a game, four assists, and six rebounds. So pretty much even as a freshman, he stayed pretty consistent with his numbers. My guard that I pretty much put over everybody else, and I had him in my I had him in my mind already when we had this question. Um, he may not have like put up the most crazy numbers, but just like that um, name recognition, which was part of my requirements for putting on a list, was really up there. So I put Kimball Walker on there. Um, he did play three seasons with UConn. He did win the national championship, and that was kind of the biggest reason that I put him on my list because that run. So because in that run, he took down John Calipari in Kentucky. Um, that was a team with like Brandon Knight and Ennis Cantor. And um, oh, there was another one I forget. But and then he also took down Brad Stevens and Gordon Hayward and Butler. So and in that season, he did average 23 and a half points, four and a half assists, five and a half rebounds and two steals a game. So he kind of went off. Really, honestly, I put him in there for pretty much that last season that he kind of went off and went on that run and just to kind of have like that winner mentality and just as Max Kellerman calls it clutchness <laughs> on your roster. <laughs> then on my forwards, I did have uh Kevin Durant, like Dom had on his, I just think that I, I read somewhere that the only reason he played in college was because David Stern took away that, took away the possibility for high school students to go into the NBA. So he really yep. kind of just went into college and chilled out for a year and casually dropped 26 points a game, almost, almost two blocks, two steals, one and a half assists and 11 rebounds a game. So I think he really kind of on 47% shooting and 40% shooting from three. So like I said, I really think he just went and chilled out in college for a year and toyed with everyone. And <laughs> I don't really think he needed to do it. So my next forward was Carmelo Anthony. Like I said before, obviously you got the 45% field goal shooting 34% from three, 22 points a game, almost two steals, two assists, 10 rebounds and one block a game. So Definitely a versatile player. He, Like I said, he was on that short list for leading a team to a national championship as a freshman. And then again, I had Anthony Davis at my center position, and he had 62% field goal percentage, 14 points a game, 10 rebounds, almost five blocks, um, 1.3 assists, and one and a half steals a game. So I don't think he stepped out of the three-point line in college as much as he does now. So he's more of an inside threat in college, which the college game still kind of plays that way where you need a guy to slow down the game and and be methodical and accurate inside the paint so um I pretty much had I think 
a player from everybody's list except for Kemba Walker. So do you guys like Kemba, Kemba Walker at the guard position, or do you think I kind of overreached there? I no. think it's a, I, I think it's a good pick. He's definitely a name that I didn't really consider, but I mean he he was very good uh, with UConn. Um, I know he had a couple big moments in the tournament, um, which definitely would boost his profile for the list that we're building. But yeah, I think that's a solid pick. If anyone reached out of all of us, it was probably me. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Why do you say that, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but hey, you, you may have reached a little bit, but I mean, I still think you got a good squad. So, it, oh, it, yeah. I, I reached, but it's it's like, it's within like the board or the perimeter, I guess you could say. It's yeah. within reason. What do you think, Greg? Did I reach or do you think Kemba deserves to be? Illegal? No, I mean, I, I was just actually looking at the list of players that he was playing with on that, um, that, team the the winning teams the for UConn and um only two other players uh Jeremy Lamb and Shabazz Napier uh, ever made it to the NBA so I mean mm-hmm. he definitely uh he had his work cut out for him with with that roster that he had with that UConn team and um you know took him all the way so uh, definitely I had to look that up to be like okay yeah yeah he did give him props for that. So, you know, some of these other teams, they've at least had an, a number two or a number three guy that's mm-hmm. gotten them certain, you know, so far. Um, and so Kemba did not have a lot to, you know, obviously Jeremy Lamb was was good. Um, I think he was a freshman then uh, for that for that roster. So that well, was good. Good pick. Heck yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember looking back, like I think Carmelo and, and AD had – at least one other guy or two other guys on their roster that kind of helped them with that run too. But they definitely were without those guys. I don't think that they would have won that championship. So that's kind of the reason I put them on there too, but all right, well, let's do this. We got a little bit of time left. What is what's everyone's like runner up list look like. So I know for me, like forwards and centers, like I said, I had Kevin love, I had Tyler hands, bro. I had Shane Battier. I had Joakim Noah, Al Horford, and Emeka Okafor. And then for guards, I had Steph Curry, John Wall, J.J. Redick, Jalen Brunson, and Evan Turner. So what did your kind of runner-up list look like, David? I honestly didn't have a runner-up list, Wow. if I'm being honest. Wow. I (laughs) I just answered the question as is. So that's all I really have to say that to that. I just answered the question as is. Well, when we put out this post for you guys to vote on who had the best team, make sure to give David some booze, okay? Uh, Dom, Um, who'd you have on your runner-up list? So I didn't really have, like, a full list like you had, but um, I definitely had some runners-up. A point guard, I was going back and forth between Steph and Jason Williams. Um, I don't know going with Jason Williams. Shooting guard, I was very close to putting D Wade. Um, and then at one of the forward positions, um, I was considering Joe Kimanello, but I really don't like him, so I ended up going with <laughs> with KD. But other than that, um, at center, I was thinking about putting Greg Oden, but I overall, I think Tyler Hansborough would was a better player. I know Greg Oden had one good year, but I just don't think he. I don't think he played long enough. Like, I know he played one 
one season, but it wasn't a full season. I know he had some injuries where he missed quite a bit of games. So, yeah, I ended up going with Tyler Hansborough. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked at Gray Godin, too, and in kind of the same reservations with that one. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I looked at, I tried to look at it and be like, well, if he played the full season and and he didn't have, like, the, I guess, NBA career that he did, I might have changed my mind a little bit. But did you have anybody on your runner-up list, Greg? Um, I mean, like I said before, uh, Kevin Love and Noah, <laughs> I think you handcuffed me a little bit um, as far as uh, stopping it at uh, 2000. Uh, obviously, I'm a few years older than than you guys. And so, you know, I was uh, around with the Christian Leitner and the Grant Hills and Duke and, you know, watching that type of stuff. So if you could have gone back even five years, I would have had a completely different list than what I had on this one. So um, there's just a lot of, a lot of good players that, you know, even from 95 to 2000 just killed it in college. So. Yeah. When I was like looking at like stats and stuff like that too, I was like, Oh man, I forgot about all these guys. I was like, Oh, it's going to suck, but maybe, maybe we'll do like a, uh, like a nineties team or something, or we'll go back and, and have some fun with that. But yeah, I, I I think most of my list was like pre 2010, except for Anthony Davis. I know like Kemba Walker finished in 2011, but I still count him in that pre 2010 um, category. And I, I think most of you guys had a pre 2010 list as well too. So that's definitely interesting. Maybe I guess is, is the question that maybe we thought after 2010, obviously we've had some good players, but maybe if we're talking about the best of the 2000s so far, is is the pre-2010 players, or are they better than, than the post-2010 players? I don't know if they're better players, um, but looking at just college, looking at their body work just in college, I think because a lot of them stayed in college a little bit longer instead of just being one and dones, they were able to accomplish more. Like Tyler Hansborough, I know he was like after 2010, but he still went to the NCAA tournament, what, three or four, three or four times. You know, players now just are there for a year and then they're done. So they're, they don't really put up the college stats and have the accomplishments that, you know, players pre-2010 do. And yeah. also I'd probably throw in their name recognition as well outside of the one and dones and stuff like that too. Yeah, that is pretty fair. I mean, obviously now kind of with the one and done kind of being over with because of players choosing to go play overseas for a year or play in the developmental G League, I think we're going to see a lot more players play two or three years in college basketball. And maybe maybe that like name recognition like David was saying, or maybe that longevity like Dom was saying um, and building up those stats and um, awards and stuff like that, maybe that'll start to come back and we'll start to see college basketball players in that same light. Maybe, but then you got to wonder, since the best players are going overseas to play for you than going to the NBA, the players that are staying in college, yeah, they might be putting up stats, but the level of competition isn't going to be as good as what it used to be. So I think think if some of the records, it's still going to be good, but if all the top prospects are going elsewhere to play and then come to the NBA. Completely agree. You're going to have stacked stats because you're not going to have the level, like you said, level of competition out there as, as much. Yeah, they're going to be a, a group that 
are not going to are doing it from an academic standpoint as well, you know, to have something after your career. But uh, I completely agree that that's going to be something that, that you're going to not have as stiff a competition and that some teams are going to be able to go through, um, you know, pretty swiftly um, just because they've got a stacked lineup. So. Yeah. And then whatever records are broken, you got to wonder if there's going to be an asterisk put next to those records because competition isn't going to be as good. That's very interesting. I do, I do agree with that too. So, but thank you guys again for coming on for this episode. I think our lists are pretty decent, a little bit different across the board. Some similar, some similarities, but there are some differences as well. So again, thank you. Thank you to Greg again for joining us and giving your opinion. And as always, we are deep dive sports. Until next time. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.